Welcome to the RA Podcast. I'm your host, Shootsy, and today, you guys, I am joined by a very special guest. Please, everyone, give a warm welcome to the Gaming Chef. Greetings and salutations. Thank you so much for being here, Chef. I appreciate it. Um, I know that I've been looking forward to speaking with you for a long time. We have some um, like sets that we've both played and shared some frustrations on, so I'm excited to talk to you, man. Uh, so I prepared some questions for you, so we'll dive right into those. Um, starting off, we always like to talk with our guests about uh, how they got started on Retro Achievements, because it seems like everybody has kind of an interesting story about where they came from and what they were doing before they got going with things. So tell me a little bit about how you got started with Retro Achievements. How did you discover it? Well, uh, I think it was one night I was just surfing around on uh, on Twitch and uh, uh, I was watching Shroomy and it's like, okay, what, what, uh, what's going on here? And it's like, okay. I'm like, dude, what's, what's up with this game you're playing? Um, people are people are going all right popping it's like what's what's popping and he's like ah dude it's a thing called retro achievements and i'm like retro achievements please tell me more i mean i i collect a lot of uh, a lot of old video games so it's like retro achievements this sounds it sounds like it could be quotated fun <laughs> boy was i in for a treat <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. It's uh, so that's interesting. Okay, so you you were watching Shroom and got got into it, and that's how you discovered it. Because uh, I've watched him quite a bit as well, and uh, it's always interesting to hear about um, just where somebody heard about it from. And uh, he is also a, a friend of mine. I um, host him once in a while when I when I did stream in the past. So, um, what is the appeal of retro achievements for you? What kind of keeps you going with it? That's that's a good question. Sometimes I'm even myself unsure why I'm doing this. But then it's like, nah, nah, we're too far in. We can't stop. That's that's just stupid. So um, it's it's really like going back, playing the the games I I, I played as a kid, and, and finding a new twist to it. Like I grew up with Castlevania three, so when I saw that Castlevania three had achievements, it's like, ooh. Okay, all right, all right. We we grew up with this. Let's see how much we can take apart our favorite game. Yeah, for sure. I think that um, I think I have kind of the same mentality with it because a lot of the games. That's kind of where I started on retro achievements when I was initially getting into it. Is just kind of like um, uh, I played a lot of the games I was really really familiar with and got to see what people were able to come up with to challenge me and play the games in ways that I had uh, never played them in the past before. And, you know, these days it's more of a kind of um, uh, just play whatever. Since I've gone through, unfortunately, quite a few of the titles that I I started uh, or played uh, growing up as a kid, but it's always fun to, you know, have that, have that, um, that replay value, I guess, would be the way to put it on these titles that we've probably played, you know, half a dozen, dozen, couple dozen times over the years or when we were growing up as kids. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any um, specific goals on RA, like ranking wise or what you're currently working towards that you want to share with our audience? Hmm. Well, you know, I'm usually around the, the, oh, the top 300 mark. So, you know, I mean, I only got like 
a little over 50 patches, I think. So I'm not too sure, you know, I mean, I just work on what I, what I feel like will be good and try to build the character, you know, like, I'm. Oh God, even though there's, 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 uh, there's, there's hell coming on this. I'm currently playing this, uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past Master Quest. Ooh, that's, that's got some challenging stuff in it and it's, it's really building, you know? So I, I'm liking the challenging parts of it. Uh, so that's good <clears throat> for RA. Gotcha. Okay. So you're just kind of, um, focused on that at the moment and not any, not any like, um, long-term open-ended goal, but top 300 is kind of, um, where you're sitting currently. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, if I go, if I go somewhere, I go somewhere, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, I mean, do I let like game squad squad, you know, I mean, he is number one on RA. So it's like, that's, do, do we, I don't, I don't want to really strive for too much, you know, cause that's a lot of pressure. Cause then it's like, ah, damn it. I gotta, I gotta keep at this. I just can't slack off whenever I want to, you know? So, Oh yeah, no, I, I, I can totally respect that. I mean, um, you know, I, for a long time was, had certain competitive goals and, at this point, I've kind of reached most of them, so I wouldn't say I'm slacking, but I don't have any aspirations necessarily to be number one or to gain any more ranks at this point. I kind of just play whatever I want. Um, I famously always say on the podcast that, you know, it's just about having fun with the site, and um, ranking up has always been a fun thing for me and kind of seeing where I stand among the top players, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I, uh, just kind of like you, I have that, uh, mentality of, you know, if things go good and I'm getting ranks, that's awesome too. But I also kind of just like to enjoy the site for, for, uh, non-ranking purposes recently. And I found that that's, that is currently how I'm getting the most enjoyment out of it. So I'm just kind of continuing down that path. So, that being said, um, you know, all of us kind of have different ways that we determine what we're actually going to play next when we do complete a title. So how do you decide what game to play next on Retro Achievements? <laughs> <laughs> you should be told, I really don't even know what I'm going to play next. You know, I mean, uh, I, I've got a lot of games that, I, that I've started and just haven't haven't finished in my in my completion progress bar usually you know i'm like like i said i'm i'm a lot of the times i'm just chilling out in uh, game squad squad's uh channel watching him bad stuff and, and that's that's one of the reasons why i'm playing master quest so thanks max <laughs> yeah for sure no i mean um uh I can I can understand that and sometimes it's kind of just like uh you know this title looks good this is what I'm interested in doing and you know you try the title out and you just don't end up liking it or feeling like you can stick with it and there are titles where I've made it you know 50% or 75% through the achievements and I'm just like uh, I don't really know about like a 1cc or like uh, you know a full deathless run but right, I've right. Been- yeah, so there's there's definitely moments I can I can relate to that for sure. 
And it's kind of like my 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 trying to badge Dragon's Lair on the NES thing. It's like, yeah, I, I got about uh, nine Chivos out of it, but um, do I do I really have the patience or the times? And uh, will I have a heart attack trying to finish the badges game? Right, right. Yeah, that's that's always a tough thing. And I, I'm somebody that, you know, <clears throat> sometimes I kind of just like look at a whole set and just make sure if I really want to go for the badge, if there's anything in there that's going to completely throw me off or going to take a lot of time just to kind of mentally prepare if it's something I am willing to commit to. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. You know, obviously it depends on the the title and a, a number of other factors, but that's a, I think you, um, that, that you put it in a really interesting light. So um, <laughs> what would you say are some of your favorite achievement sets that you've played on retro achievements? Oh, well, definitely. Of course, the, the Castlevania for the Nintendo, you know, cause I mean, like I said, growing up Castlevania three was like the first Castlevania game I was introduced. So with the RA page, you know, and that's like, Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 having Chivos, and it's like, oh, all right, well, shoot. I mean, that's 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 my childhood. I might as well badger him. And then when uh, uh, Smell-Off came out, I think I said that right. Smell-Off came out yeah, with, with, with Japanese right. 3 set. It's like, and I, and I was watching Game Squad Squad do it, and I'm like, well, shite. Well, ta, time to get this one. That. Oh, good job. He did a great job on that. I mean, that challenge, I hate pacifists, but he did a good job on it. It was good. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I hear a lot of high praise for Shmelaf with those those sets. And um, while they are challenging, they seem to really put put the best out of players and demand for the best. And I think a lot of people are, are grateful that he uh, puts in a lot of hard work and, and thought into those sets. And uh, also, personally, not a fan of pacifist achievements, although um, sometimes they can be kind of interesting and kind of make you really, really have to think, like, how how in the world am I honestly going to do this? Like, I did one a while back for, I think it was, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, I want to say, for Game Boy, where um, if you bump into enemies, it kills them. And so that's fine most of the enemies in the level you can just jump over but there's one spot where there's an infinite spawn so you have Ooh. to do like this yeah you have to do like this crazy like um uh this crazy jump that you have to time perfectly and just slowly keep moving to the right on the screen so that the frames are better and better until you eventually hit that sweet spot where you can just jump in between the two um infinite spawns and just mm. clip by so pacifist very, is yeah <laughs> very 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 sneaky sir yeah yeah for sure so um what would you say are some of the greatest challenges chef that you have overcome in your retro achievements journey so are there any particularly mm. hard achievements uh individually or just achievement sets that that stand out to you that you've been successful at Oh, ha. um, the RNG at the end of a freaking Earthbound. Uh, I, I played that for, I'm going to be, geez, uh, weeks trying to get the gutsy bat till I just shoved it. I'm like, I'm done. Screw this. And then a couple of, uh, what was it? Uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, 
I, I came back to it and like four fights and it finally dropped. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, it's over. <laughs> so th- <laughs> that was, oh my God, that was, oh, just, oh Lord, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, God, there have been so many moments like that. Um, I know for me and for all of my um, teammates here on the podcast about just, having those insane moments where you're just like, Oh my God, thank God it's over. And, um, you know, it's almost like a little bittersweet, right? There's the, the emotion of going through an achievement set and being on a really tough achievement and just being stuck on it and wishing it was over. But then when it's over, it's almost like, what do I do now? A little bit, you have that kind of feeling. So it's definitely a lot of highs and lows, especially with those uh, difficult achievements. And funny story, so a while ago, a friend of mine, um, Gonzalez, three two three Gonzalez. Ah, Gonzalez. Yeah, he. <laughs> so he, I was working on um, Narc. No one had the guts. Oh yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah, and this is. Uh, so he sends me the video of you killing Mr. Big Deathless. <laughs> and i can say i can say um because i i did that set a while ago and when i was on that achievement i clipped it my heart rate this is back when i was streaming and i had like a heart rate monitor and my heart rate after getting it hit like almost 200 and i'm just freaking out the whole time and i was like thinking to myself man me and me and chef had (laughs) pretty pretty similar reactions on that that was a tough mr big deathless was such a Oh man, that was a rough one. So that was, that was another game I grew up with. It's like, Narc, sure, yeah, all right. And it's like, um, yeah, sure, whatever. Oh wow, you actually okay? So you actually grew up with that title. I did not know that. I just I've seen the clip of you beating Mister Big Deathless, and it is fantastic. Like, uh, shout outs to <laughs> Gonzalez for sending me that. So I don't, I don't even know that. I, I don't even know if I knew that he clipped that. I can mm-hmm. I can probably fish it up and send it to you, and then what I can do is I can send you my clip as well, and we can we can have a we can have a side by side. Sounds good. So, um, uh, that being said, are there? I know we talked a little bit just about not liking pacifist achievements, but are there any type of achievements that you like, and then any other ones that you don't particularly like? Well, well, I can tell right off the bat that the ones I don't like, speedrunning. I'm sorry, I am. I'm not a speedrunner. The the I think the only real game that I badged because because I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah, I know, right? Was Rambo for the Nintendo. I watched a video with that. I'm like, yeah, I could, I I, I can do that that jump glitch thing. That yeah, that that's a speedrun I could do. Whatever. Uh, ones that I do like. Um. Hmm. Color a dinosaur. <laughs> color dinosaur, solid choice. Who 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 does not love to color dinosaurs <laughs> on retro achievements? Let me ask you that. Um, no, but but um, uh, and, and yeah. another another one I'm going to say, even though you you can't show it if you're going to stream it, is the pachinko, the pachinko games that they got some out there. Those <laughs> those are fun because it's mindless, and I just gotta shoot balls into holes. Yeah, shooting balls in the holes. I mean, um, I I've, I know Pachinko 2 just came out not too long ago. I mastered Pachinko 1. And um, yeah, like you said, obviously can't stream it for um, content reasons. But exactly. 
um still a fun little mindless game to it get is. get a few points and uh kind of chill chill for a bit um but yeah uh, going back to your point on speed running as uh as some of the folks know that have been listening to us for a while speed running achievements are um among my least favorite types of achievements i don't have anything uh against speed running per se it's just uh, anytime I'm under time pressure, I always just feel so I don't do well under time pressure. Oh, I do yeah. well under. Yeah, I do well under almost all kinds of pressure. And, I, you know, there are some sets that I mastered that have uh, do have speed run stuff involved in them. So it's not like I'm just completely averse to it. It's just. When I see that in a set, if I was, for example, previewing a set, that would probably be one of the things I'm just like, eh, this probably isn't the right set for me or the yeah, right title for me. Same thing. It's, it's one of the reasons why I really, I mean, it's conflicting because, you know, I grew up with Metroid 2. So it's like, not Metroid 2, but Metroid also. Sorry. And it's like, I, I, I want to get the Metroid badge. But then again, it's like, I got to get, you want me to get the best ending with the speed run? It's like, please, please. Yeah, one of these days I may go for because I, I did grow up with the, the Metroid two for the Game Boy, and I've always wanted to master it. But unfortunately, there's yeah, there's I think three different endings you can get, and there's like a three hour speed run, which uh, most pe- a lot of people have told me this is just really not that bad, especially with a map. But I think uh, that's something that I have to really think about before i dive into it at the very least i could probably give it a shot because it's been a while and i i think gonzalez recently did that one he did yeah yeah i saw that he's (laughs) he's a madman dude yeah i know right he let me know he came in and was like hey i got speed run done i'm like freaking nice (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's a very he's a very talented player so yeah i think he yeah i was looking i'm always i'm always looking at my friends uh profiles and seeing what they're doing and oh, yeah he's been, he's been playing a lot of game boy and like donkey kong country and things like that recently so boy um i think i think i got him to badge aladdin and then i also got him to badge joe i got him to badge joe and mac on the snes and he's like hey i like joe and mac and then he badged joe and mac too he's like yeah don't go for that one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Joe and Mac, I still need to do the Game Boy version of that at some point. But I remember playing it once and thinking, oh my god. But I usually I usually have that oh my god thought with a lot of Game Boy games that I uh, I play. And uh, this month is kind of an interesting month just because of uh, uh, a lot of Game Boy sets are going and getting revisions. So I've been a very busy, busy person lately with uh, enjoying the new and improved... Uh, Game Boy sets that have been coming out or revised rather not not coming out fresh games right um how has achievement hunting changed the ways in which you approach games would you say hmm well instead of just mindlessly uh just playing them you know I mean and now it's got to thinking of uh, strategies and stuff because Normally, I'm just, I'm just, when it went before RA, I just play it, you know, just not even thinking about it, you know. And now I got stuff going on like, um, like on Chrono Trigger, you know what I mean? 
they just play the game, not even paying attention to anything. And then, uh, and now with RA, it's like, okay, so you passed up the jet bike race. We feel you didn't get enough out of it. So please, please get 1700 points. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. So it's just now spending a little extra time on things that, uh, people normally just one and done, like don't even pay attention. Like it's just, it's just a mode to get across the wasteland quicker, you know? Right, right. No, for sure. I think that's a big thing is just, you know, when you're in achievement hunting mode, you can't be, if you want to be successful, you can't be mindless about what you're doing. And then I would mm. say that the meta to that or the the top level thinking of that is, how many achievements can I concurrently knock out in this one run? Or can I do achievements overlapping based on the conditions of what the achievements are asking me to do? And, right. and, and we found out that uh, in, in one of the new Mega Man, Mega Man X hacks that no, no, if you beat a boss and if you do it damages, I think it was that, that they don't pop at the same time. It's like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, that can be rough. I think a lot of the times, thankfully nowadays, um, you know, the achievements do like a hard mode will stack with just the normal mode, just because in theory, if you've done the hard mode, then the normal mode wouldn't be a problem for you in reality. Oh, definitely. So I think that it's kind of nice that that um, seems to be pretty, pretty uh, matched across the board, like for most achievement sets. Yeah, that's how it is set up but i mean it can always be tough too because i i've talked a little bit about this before but um there are times when you're just trying to do too many too many achievements at once and you end up getting none you know what i mean like you spread yourself so thin trying to do a damage list on top of a weapon you know a default weapon on top of a um no power-ups or something like that. This is just an example, hypo hypothetically. Oh, no, but no, I've... no. I'm doing that in Master Quest. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, it's it's really easy to fall into that trap, especially when you're somebody that's not as... I mean, I don't know if experienced is the right word, but, like, I have, that, I have those times on retro achievements where I feel like I have to pull back a little bit and just do things, you know, achievements individually or just do two of the four or five that could be done for a boss when it is that elaborate just so that I actually end up getting some and that I'm not wasting more time by trying to stack all these different achievements and be um, too efficient, you know? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you're just not at tier god level to do everyone on the boss all at once you know i mean sometimes you have to go back like okay i can get these but let's come back later and get the other ones we're okay yeah yeah it's just a com I, it's kind of a i don't know if it's a tip i'm giving people but it's more just like don't fall into that trap where you're just trying to stack too much stuff at once because you think you're you're biting off more than you can chew so to speak so oh, yeah Easy trap, easy trap to fall into even for uh, the best of us, right? Definitely. So uh, what would you say that you're most proud of on um, your journey on Retro Achievements? I mean, you've been a member for, you know, it looks like just about three years. So what would you say that um, you're most proud of accomplishing throughout your time playing on the website? Hmm. Hmm. Uh... 
you know, I I think I got a, a few that I've that I've felt really good about. Like I said, uh, uh, Earthbound was good. Um, I'm happy that for my my Castlevanias, uh, Castlevania One, Killing Dracula, Damageless. That 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 felt like a big achievement. You know, I I had to learn how to uh, manipulate his Cookie Monster form, so that was that was nice. Yeah, Castlevanias can be uh, definitely really tough. Um, I've played a little bit of the Game Boy ones, but I've watched I have watched a lot a lot of Castlevania between you know Max and a few other streamers, and um, it's a genre I think eventually I'll break into. But I didn't really grow up with much Castlevania as a kid, so I think it'll just take some time. You know, mainly I'm I'm a focused on just beat-em-ups and fighting games as of late because that is a couple of my favorite genres that i would say i'm a little bit a little bit stronger at but i i I can see you know i watch castlevania it's like i think i would really enjoy this genre i just have to kind of break into it slowly and do like maybe the easiest one and then kind of you know transition into it and, and learn a little bit more about the game because i know that i mean for the most part just about every castlevania game is fantastic i know yeah, the definitely. achievements yeah i know the achievement sets for a lot of them are extremely brutal but that's the kind of achievements that um you know i would i would realistically enjoy anyway because i like i said i'm not too focused on rank these days so if i only get a couple you know if i only get 500 points for the whole week then um that doesn't really bother me at the end of the day as long as i feel like i'm doing something and i'm having a a good challenge you know that's really what it's all about definitely no i don't i don't i just want to say i I don't think i've really really have 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 gone into the realm of uh brutal games yet uh, I, I think the most, the most of the games that I've played so far have been pretty, pretty decent. I mean, maybe a little jank um, along this, uh, this the, the Beetlejuice that I did. <laughs> uh, I think the, 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 the brutalist I've been doing right now, like I said, is, is this Link to the Past Master, yeah, sorry, Master Quest. So that's, that's as brutal as I've gone so far. The, the brutalist game I've played so far has been Ghost and Demons, but that doesn't have a set, thank God. <clears throat> yeah, and that's another thing is, is you never know when a title that you like will end up getting a set because there are so many sets coming out all the time that it's only a matter of time before, you know, your luck, you're lucky <laughs> and that you end up getting that, that title that you enjoyed and every once in a while it happens for me uh, it's not too often because like i said i've gone through a lot of the titles that i played as a kid already unfortunately but when it does happen you just kind of have that that yes moment where you're just like i know what i'm doing for the rest of my thursday friday or whatever you know you just have your plan set up and you're ready to go and to to enjoy it so oh definitely i'm i'm still over here waiting for my <clears throat> werewolf the last warrior <laughs> okay what what um what system is that for that title that is a uh, nintendo entertainment gotcha okay i'm not familiar with that one. Oh, it's it, it's people people speculate that it it was going to be a, a like a wolverine game but then uh they must have got the license like no we're not going to be able to do that 
and they just change it into like a a side scrolling platformer of some hero trying to fight a scientist trying to take over the world and yeah uh, he turns into a werewolf with uh blade hands it's pretty fun difficult gotcha. but it's still fun yeah speaking of wolverine i see that you have mastered wolverine for nes i think i'm like halfway through that set i picked it up and put it down a while ago just because uh I vaguely remember if you touch enemies, your health just starts like draining. It's not like iframes in that game. You just your health just starts draining and draining and draining. So well, that's that's only I think that's only when he's got his claws out. So okay, uh, that might yeah. be it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I remember, yeah, some of those uh, nest sets are really, really brutal. But they do provide a great challenge to the player. So there's kind of a a double edged sword there. Speaking of kind of what. Um, genres and and systems we like the most i wanted to talk to you a little bit about that so what would you say is your favorite game genre and then on the flip side of that what would you say is your least favorite game genre Hmm. i'm not really much of a puzzler so the puzzle games i i stick away from a little bit unless they're unless puzzles are, are 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 in the game Sort of like uh, Lufia or Lufia 2. So the puzzle RPG aspects, I'll do those. Um, yeah, I mainly got uh, a lot of RPGs also. So I, I like those kind of genres. Of course, with the with the platforming, you know. I mean, I got uh, the, the, the Double Dragons. And then we got like, I don't know, the Jurassic Park for the Super Nintendo. Those weren't too bad. So... But it's mainly a lot of platforming and RPGs for me. Okay. Yeah, both are uh, excellent, excellent genres. And, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. puzzling. And puzzle is kind of, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of weird because you'll have these games that are action, but they'll have puzzle elements. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So I, as long as it's not full on puzzle, uh, I mean, there are a few rare puzzle games that I enjoy, but as long as it's not full-on puzzle and there's these action games that have some puzzle elements, I don't really mind that too much in in that sense of it, you know? If oh, it's of course. Action... There's, there's a reason why I'm, I'm, I'm I believe, uh, yeah, there's a reason why I'm number one for the uh, Shadowgate 64 game. It's It's a big puzzle, but I freaking like that game. Yeah, yeah, I haven't actually played the 64 one. I remember back when it might have been because it was Achievement of the Week, but a bunch of people were uh, doing uh, the Shadowgate for Game Boy Color. But yeah, I've actually been I've been curious about that Shadowgate 64 because it's been a while since I played a good a good N64 title. Um, I, yeah, 60 the Shadowgate 64. I would say yes, pick that up, enjoy it. Don't don't focus on on RA if you're if you're on it. Just sit back, enjoy it. Just just let it consume you and go. Wow, that was freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's sometimes it's fun to just um, pick up a game and not necessarily think too much about it and kind of just see how far you can get into it and see what the game is all about admittedly at this point because i am so achievement oriented i i usually check out a, a long play video a lot of the time just to see if i feel like it's a game i'm even going to enjoy 
oh, yeah. you know, yeah. rather than, than, um, you know, get it set up and then get into it. And then I'm just like, ah, eh, this isn't for me. But, uh, most of the time I found, even if I just watch a minute of long play, I'm like, I could, I could probably get into this game. So do you, uh, uh kind of switching gears here do you have any any rivals on retro achievements or people who you compete against to kind of stay above their site rank and use that as a motivation to keep playing or do you kind of just you do you no no i i I just do me you know i mean if, if there's any rivals out there that that look at me as a rival please let me know i will give you a challenge if you want one hooah all right. Well, let it be known that uh, the gaming chef has uh, <laughs> has publicly stated on the on the official Retro Achievements podcast he's looking for a challenger. So challenge this <laughs> challenge this guy. So, um, uh, if you could only choose one genre, so it sounds like for you it might be between RPGs and platformers. Um, what would you choose between the two of those? Do you think role playing? Role playing, I mean, okay. It, it hands down, I've uh, since growing up, I was more RPG heavy than anything. Um, my my game collection pretty much ends at like PS one, PS two because there I don't think there's really been an RPG that I've been interested in playing that they've come out with. So. I know people are like, dude, but they've they got more Final Fantasy games out. And it's like, I, I know, but Final Fantasy was supposed to be done on the NES, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. And I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, for me in my personal collection of games uh, and systems, the most modern system that I have is a PS2. Um, I don't have any any systems beyond that just because i've i've been a a retro enthusiast for a long time uh i mean i've been emulating games for over 20 21 years at this point i started when i was like eight so (laughs) you know i i just have a real hard time breaking into modern games i don't think there's anything wrong with them modern titles but but um and to get a little more pinpoint specific um with my questions if you could only choose one what would you say is your all-time favorite game mm. <laughs> <sighs> i asked the tough questions on this show believe me <laughs> i, I know <laughs> i i do like me some final fantasy three three not six three solid choice solid choice okay i I know that's gonna blow people's minds like no it's six six yeah because of no i i yeah i mean the the whole japanese versus uh (laughs) usa uh uh setup for the final fantasies people always get into that and get confused so yeah yeah um do you have a favorite video game console hmm I do like the, uh, of course, the Super Nintendo because uh, they also have the uh, Breath of Fires. Okay. Yeah, I I need to get into... 
I need to get a bit more into, uh, you know, some of the RPGs that you mentioned. One of my, uh, one of my goals eventually, since it is, is where it all started is to do the original final fantasy for nes the set is not particularly crazy from what i know nope not at all we got that every battle is uh about 10 minutes uh or more (laughs) but um you know it's a genre that i've always wanted or not a genre but a title rather that i've always wanted to get into i just like the I, I've played, I mean, I've played maybe the first hour of it, but... Right, the, the only challenging part on that is if you're underleveled and you go up against uh, the... I, I know it's got different names. The War Mech. Yeah, 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 the War Mech. I, I'm very... <laughs> I actually have a, a, that that as a tattoo, so I'm very familiar with that... Uh, that uh, I I guess... Cause I don't know what, what you would call it in its lore, but it's been in... It's been in um a lot of the final fantasy games so final fantasy uh has always been one of my favorite series so i thought why the heck not let's uh let's make it permanent so but uh, in final fantasy 3 i'm pretty sure that the war mech is actually renamed of the guardian so yeah yeah in final fantasy legend for game boy it's called just machine is its name (laughs) machine yeah, it's just machine. Um and it's and this funny is how because... I got into the Russian mafia. <laughs> they call me machine. <laughs> so um yeah, no, it's funny because you can get uh or I ended up with that title getting uh soft locked because when you go into machine's room, you can't exit and my characters were woefully underprepared. And so it was just a matter of not being able to beat machine, but not also being able to go back and then uh, not having any means to teleport out of the factory that machine is in. So there's always, there's a story behind that, that one too. And then in um, final fantasy uh, legend two, of course, it's not machine anymore. It's war mock. And then it's like war mech in the different, different final fantasies, depending on what you play. I don't remember if it was in, I don't remember if it was in um, Final Fantasy Legend three. I don't. I don't think it was. I know it was in Legend one and two, so that's where I know it from. But also, of course, it's on the NES. It's like a rare encounter or whatever, and it's very, very difficult. So I don't even know if they have them in the PlayStation games either. I think. I think they do, but as kind of a like in Final. I don't know if. Uh, they have mobs. They're they're not like uh, boss fight mobs though that are uh, machine or whatever. It's just like a regular mob encounter, but it has the same kind of art style as machine. But I don't know. I'd it's uh, I'd have to look up the the article for it. But oh, interesting. Machine has or War Mech has kind of an interesting interesting number of appearances throughout the Final Fantasy series needless to say so what um what's the most frustrating moment that you've experienced in a video game i'm sure you've got plenty of those oh let me see here frustrating uh chrono trigger jet bike race that was that was that was frustrating uh so 
Yeah, I you know it's funny I because I don't know that much about Chrono Trigger, but I've seen multiple clips now of people getting that achievement, like Bud Cave, um, who was on the podcast Bud Cave TV. They run the he's a streamer, awesome guy. Also yep, runs. Yep. A, I saw a, him that. Yeah, he also runs the uh, the other uh, retro related podcasts that yep. uh, they're doing an awesome job with over there uh saw his clip of that and um yeah i because i don't know much about that achievement but how many to give to give somebody like me who has no insight into that achievement idea how long can that take to get that that type of or that particular achievement like is it something where you can just keep retrying it over and over again or is it something where you uh you know, you have to spend some time to get back to that point. Like, how does the bike race work? No, pretty much. You, you get a key from one of the people you meet, and then you uh, go there. And then he's like, all right, well, um, you can either race the bike across this area. Uh, you beat me to win to get out. Or you walk through it. But so you can race from one side to another. And he's like, oh, you beat me. We can race any time. So then you can go back. Uh, you got to get a race log so you can change the uh, the view mode, which which makes it a little bit easier because you uh, can uh, switch it to it to the front view. So instead of the side view, so you can do that as many times as you want, win or, or lose. So uh, it's a good thing. Usually, gotcha. Okay. Usually, if if you if you're not good at it, it you usually takes I don't know. Uh, it took me about like hour and a half, two hours, maybe. And if you're a charred monk, it takes you 45 minutes. <clears throat> okay. So there's definitely a little bit of, of time investment there and mastery and practice to, to definitely, overcome definitely. some of those things. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I appreciate you clarifying that. Cause yeah, I've seen multiple people get it. I don't know the achievement or the title that that well so having a little bit of insight into that specific achievement and what it means to accomplish it from an outside perspective kind of gives me um you know a little bit more of a mind of kind of what, how difficult it actually is oh yeah it, it gets it, it's frustrating indeed just yeah just, just a little bit yeah no that one that one definitely looks like uh something that's that's a little bit difficult so yeah but 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 Bud's reaction at the end is is a perfect expression because I did the same thing. It was like, ah! <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I mean, I think I've seen like two or three videos of people getting that achievement. Every time it's just a, <laughs> it's just a great, it's a great moment in their lives. I can tell. I can, oh, yeah. I can very easily tell. Um, do you play uh, games outside of uh, retro achievements much? Oh my god! I gotta be truthful. I I I want to, but then it's like you know. I mean, do people want to see this? Do people not want to see this? So like, um, like with Master Quest, I'm I'm kind of just trying to like quietly try to badge that one. So. But other times without, if it's not on RA, yeah, you know, I, I got I got a ton of games on Steam that I try to play. Um, like uh, I was saying earlier, waiting waiting for everything to start, I was just on Final Fantasy 14, just running my White Mage, you know? 
Gotcha. Okay, so you do play a little bit outside of the uh, the retro achievements, venture outside of the uh, the norm. Um, speaking of that and diving a little bit more into it, do you? So I think you said that you don't own any modern gaming consoles. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about modern gaming in general? Because this is a big uh, this is a big thing for a lot of people uh, that, you know, either listen to the show or been on the show is just some people like me are very, are very set in their ways of just can't, can't play modern titles, uh, not can't, but won't, um, and just really enjoy retro titles I mean, I'll play things as, like I said, as late as PS2, but beyond that, it's just really not for me. And then you have people that they are a little more varied in what they play. They really like, you know, a wide variety of games, everything from retro to all the way to modern. So how do you, what, what's your take on modern gaming in general, would you say? It's going to come down to a point where we all gather in a, a park, like Anchorman 2, and we all just go at it. No, I kid. You know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I mean, you want to play Fork Knife? Go right ahead. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it, everyone has their own taste. You know, I mean, if I don't know, um, people want to play modern. Like I said, I mean, that's that's your prerogative. I mean, it, I think it gets to the point though where if someone's out there playing modern and they and they're like. Oh man, retro! Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever, dude. I mean, just just don't rain on my parade. I won't rain on yours, you know. For sure, that's that's very well put. You know that we all have different preferences, and um, you know, as long as you aren't uh, interfering with how other people enjoy games, and they're not you know, interfering with how you enjoy games and we all kind of can live collectively as gamers without drama, right? Definitely, definitely. I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna say like when when I got my new computer built, I mean one of the I, I did play some new stuff. I mean I, I fired up Apex Legends, you know? I mean just just to see, you know, what it was all about and also to test this baby out. And, you know, I, I had fun, you know, I mean it, it was great just 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 doing everything it's like yeah this this is enjoyable gotcha yeah no i for sure and you know again it's like you said it's just a matter of you know neither community should gatekeep one another or uh you know uh, make people feel bad for playing a certain game because definitely you know what someone might see as like you know a sharp stick in the eye to uh you know them in terms of the enjoyment that to another person is a sunny day on the beach in california right oh, yeah, you know definitely, it's definitely. like it's like <laughs> it's it's crazy how varied people's taste is depending on the person so i i can definitely uh appreciate your your thought on that and i i share the same thing like uh you know there's a lot of games i don't like but i could at least see why somebody else might enjoy that title or might enjoy that particular game um 
you know, I mean, I'll admit even I played Fortnite a little bit just to try it to kind of see what it's about. Definitely, definitely not my game, but uh yeah you know. the, sh- the shooting yeah i, I can shoot i can shoot people no problem building eh, the, the buildings maybe a little bit of turn off yeah yeah no i think that's a i think that the, the, for that particular game that's just a turn off for a lot of people especially because if you've you know you ever watch like a, a a clip of someone who plays that game really well that seems to be really uh right? they're shooting central. and building it's like Jesus yeah game. yeah that seems to be really central to to playing that game on a high level so um, what would you say are some of your favorite gaming memories from your childhood? Hmm. I played a lot of Final Fantasy too, so that was that 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 game has a, a nice special place in my heart. Along along, like I said, along with the the Castlevania three. Um. Huh. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, I mean by all means, uh I think I think a lot of these especially with it seems like for RPGs for a lot of us cuz we've we've had a lot of guests on the show at this point, a lot of RPG fans. Um one as well, of course. Um for retro achievements, it's really tough for me to get into RPGs just because they're they're so you know, I don't like to spend 80 achievements Shoot. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah a hundred yeah 120 achievements no I, I i think um i i think that it's really just i don't like to spend more than a couple weeks and a couple weeks is stretching it on a game at most because i like to play a lot of different games and people mm-hmm. always tell me well you know what you can always come back to it but um i am i guess you know, like I said, I'm not competitive necessarily on retro achievements. I'm kind of right. just doing my own thing, but I like to keep my completion. I like to at least have my completion percentage somewhat up there and try and I like to finish. I like to finish things that I start, I guess would be the way to put it. And so right, with right. RPGs, RPGs, there's definitely a big commit. Although, you know, I mean, there are some shorter RPGs. A lot of the RPGs that have come out for Game Boy have been pretty short and sweet. And so there is kind of that happy medium that you can shoot for. But with a lot of these, like PlayStation 1 or, um, you know, Game Boy Advance or uh, Super Nintendo RPGs, they just take a lot of time that I realistically feel like I just don't have at this point you know right. i've got a lot of a lot of other things going on outside of, of retro achievement oh, yeah, so definitely. i want to i want to be able to i want to be able to have that one to two weeks of focus to put into a game just crush it hopefully every time <laughs> although it doesn't doesn't always work out like that and oh, then yeah. um kind of just move on and move on to the next game that's kind of my style right i mean I'll, I'll admit i'll be i'll usually be the one going doing all the bitching and still be the one going yeah i'm trying to get to level 100 still yeah yeah no for sure i mean those yeah especially grindy achievements and just i mean yeah no i'll do them i'll do them for sure it's just like a lot of the times it can be um something i i would much rather spend other other uh my time elsewhere so but i mean you know i back when um i think playstation achievements came out september of 2019 i want to say 
you know, I did play Final Fantasy VII. It took me, of course, this was back when, uh, you know, pre-pandemic. So I was driving to the office every day. But this was, uh, it took me two and a half months, something like that. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't yeah. think we'll be doing any of those, those <laughs> PlayStation Final Fantasy ones. It's like, those ones are rough those ones are rough i've experienced them and then i've watched people experience them and both are um painful it's nothing against the authors of the sets because they're rpgs so there should be a lot of varied and unique challenges but they do take a lot of time so that's something you have to know what you're getting into right yes it's like i'll just watch max and pulse if i want to see the pain (laughs) you know where to get your you know where to you know where to get your source of um, <laughs> source of pain. I, oh, I like yeah. it. So um, kind of talking a little bit, uh, speaking of, of streaming and, um, you know, watching people, I know that um, you're streaming quite a bit on Twitch, streaming retro achievements, which is fantastic. Um, something I'm hoping to kind of get back into here in the coming months. I've taken quite a long hiatus, but rock and roll. Uh, yeah. Nonetheless, Tell me a little bit about how you got started with streaming on Twitch. Oi. Um, so I had a friend who was, who was streaming like Rocket League, I think. And it's like, huh, well, that's cool. I mean, what, what's going on here? And it's like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm making friends, hanging out. I'm like, all right, how, how do you do that? So he's like, oh, yeah, it's twitch.tv. I'm like, he's like, used to be Justin something. It's like, okay. So he just came over. He uh, showed me how to set it up, and I was pretty much hooked from there. So I was like, well, this is fun. Let's do this. So I've uh, I've been here since uh, 2017, you know, so. Gotcha. So you kind of just dive, dove right into it and oh, yeah. just kind of got, got started with it, and it's been, it's been that way ever since. Okay. I think – I think um, – you know, that's really the best way to get into Twitch anyway as a streamer. Um, a lot of folks that we, I mean, just about everybody actually, as a matter of fact, that we've had on the podcast has kind of said that, that just don't be afraid to just kind of put yourself out there and just, you know, hit the go button and kind of refine things over time and, um, you know, improve your stream a little bit. But just, you have to just take the plunge, right? You have to do that, that that uh what's i don't know what it's called but when people go and they like go into the lake when it's like the coldest at the first at the start of the season or whatever you know yeah yeah you just have to kind of take the plunge so um standing out though from the crowd on twitch can be kind of tough you know there are a lot of uh similar streams out there so in your opinion what do you feel like makes your stream unique from other streams on twitch I just be myself actually, you know, I mean, my, myself is a little extreme though, because, uh, I'm, I'm an unmedicated ADHD person. So we get bouncy. We get crazy. I like it. No, I like it for sure. Um, I think that's, I mean, if, if you could give people any piece of advice, I think that's the biggest one, you know, is just be yourself. You know, there's all these people that are, I mean, I've been watching Twitch for, I think, over, I mean, yeah, at this point, pretty close to probably over 10 years, maybe nine or 10 years. And there's all these people that are trying to be wild and crazy, you know, or they're trying to just kind of be, they're trying to be kind of a character. And I think being yourself, um, 
is is a big thing. I didn't mean to cut you off. Though. Oh, no, what no, were you no. saying? Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they try to be show busy and everything. I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. try to be a little show busy too, I guess, you know. But you know, that's honestly not me trying to be show busy. That's kind of my ADHD taking over it again because I might blurt out like, "Stevie, you idiot," and they think that's funny. But like, yeah, that's just me and pausing on my brain. But hey, whatever. Well, I, I will say much respect to you for just being yourself and, you know, having people take it or leave it because I think it's a, a what does make a lot of streams stand out is the the streamer's personality and just being, you know, not being too show busy and just being, a, you know, a real person on stream. I think that's what the what um, honestly with the retro community, at least what really keeps me involved in these people's streaming lives. Cause I'm always popping into people's streams and uh, admittedly a little bit less now, but always kind of popping into streams and seeing, you know, what's going on with people and kind of where they're at with things because they're very relatable, right? They're people that, you know, they're just very personable and you don't feel like you're talking to a lot of people uh, say this to me as well as, you know, you don't feel like you're talking to one of those big giant streamers. You feel like you're just talking to a friend. Oh, definitely. I, yeah. I enjoy those. Yeah. And that's what I think. Um, I mean, I say this all, all the time over and over again, but it makes the community such a great community is just that uh, the people in the community that stream, like just, they're just regular people, you know, they're not these like, show business types or they're not in it for the money uh, most of these people that have sorry go ahead uh, no i was just gonna say that's that's one of the reasons why i i also hang out you know i mean with with game squad squad pulse xp chard monk and the rest you know it's just you go in you talk to them they they they, they try to talk to everybody you know i mean it's just awesome yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing is you can actually connect with the streamer and have a really great conversation with them. And they're like, oh, how's your achievements going? And kind of check in and, you know, have a little bit of a dialogue back and forth and, you know, cheer them on as they're going through it. Just all those little moments really are what encompass the retro community, especially the retro uh, achievements community so well is just we're almost like a small family in a way where we all kind of just know each other and um, we're all just actively working on different things. And uh, there's just such a great sense of uh, community about it. So definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I might, I might leave bitchy comments every now and again on, on a few of the Chivos, but I'm a good dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, we, we only have good people on this show, so you're here. Yay. There, there's the proof. <laughs> Uh, um, but, uh, uh, getting back to my questions here, I didn't mean to, to go off on a little bit of a tangent like that, it's, but it's okay. Sorry. I might've started it away myself. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, what, uh, what kind of steers the direction of what, uh, games you decide to stream? I know I asked you a little bit about how you choose what you're going to play on, on retro achievements and, it, at least my interpretation of what you said is just that um, you kind of just, you know, pick what, what seems like might be fun for you and kind of just go with it. Exactly. Um, do you have a method? Is there a method to your madness for what types <laughs> of games you feel like uh, you're going to pick for stream or what types of games you feel like make for the best streams? Do you think? 
Um, hmm. <laughs> a lot of the times, most of the games that are that 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 get played. See, there's there's which which brings us back to uh, the Wolverine thing. There, I, I have a uh, play my game point redemption. So the reason why I got the Wolverine and the one that why reason why we also streamed it was because the redemption was made. And you know, it's like I saw the 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 set. It's like okay, yeah, I can. It's just a simple play and beat games. Like yeah, that works with uh, my Chivo points. The redemption's like. Yes. So a lot of times that's uh, that's one of the reasons of the games we play. Okay, that makes sense. So you have like a point a point redemption system. Yeah, I've always thought about getting one. I just know that my friends would just for me. I feel like they would troll me so hard and pick so many games. I'm a, bad. A, at. a reason why I have the Beetlejuice game badge. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I suppose, I suppose I could have the game be at my, at my discretion. So I could refund them their channel points if I feel like, uh, it's just not going to work for me, but I always would, I would always feel bad doing that. So I've generally steered away from that, but I think it is an excellent reward for people that, you know, do watch your stream to be able to kind of, um, pick your poison about what you have to endure. So I, I, I'm playing through freaking uh, 007 Goldeneye right now. Uh, the right, ch- right. Achievements aren't working and that's okay. I'm on agent mode. Holy heck. I, this is the first playthrough for me and my God, I am having fun. It is freaking amazing. Like, like uh, I was talking about amazing with uh, Shadowgate 64 the feeling is back with with Goldeneye. I hear like, "Wow, this is awesome!" I missed this on the sixty four. Ah, whatever. I'm having fun now. This is great. Yeah, that's a tough title. I mean, i I have actually picked up that title. I think at least twice and put it down, just because of i i I don't think i I wouldn't say I quit it, but I just like have moments where I want to play it and the moments where I don't, I think I still have my save file, but I'm de- I remember it being decently far. I think there's like what? 140 something achievements. 141. In it. Yeah. And I'm at like one Oh something. So I'm decently <laughs> far at it. Um, and one of my goals or one of my things I never did as a kid, I guess, is I never beat every level on double O agent difficulty. So um, that, is a big part of the set is doing that. So I want to be able to do that at some point. I think that is the title I will pick up down the road and kind of finish off. Cause I want the badge for sure. Right. right. It, it's worth 1070. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a tough set though. And definitely a tough, I mean, it's a tough game, man. I mean, one bullet, you know, getting hit by one bullet in double O agent is one point of health. It's pretty right. I'm not going to do it myself because I I really don't have the controllers that, that that's going to be working with it. So it's like, yeah, nope, nope. Yeah. That's tough too. I know because for N64 games, um, you know, I, the way I have N64 set up is I have the actual hardware and then I have it converted to a USB adapter um but if you don't have the actual hardware like that's that's literally the only system that i actually use 
an N64 controller. For every other system, I use 8-BitDo, which is like a, a third-party controller. But for N64 games, just because the controller is so unique and mapping the controls would be a little bit annoying for uh, a third party, it's I felt like it's easier to just use the actual hardware. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so... Um, do you have any favorite moments that have happened during one of your streams? Any moments that stand out to you? As in uh, playing the video games or just the moments? Let's go with both. Let's make it a wide open question. I, I've, I've definitely put you on the spot a lot today. So let me give you a breather. <laughs> you know, one of, the, one, one of the moments that did happen, even though I know the dude gets, I don't know, grief for some odd reason. But uh, I had Mike Matei come in while I was playing uh, Turtles and, and uh, gave me a follow, talked a bit, and then took off. That was freaking awesome. Oh, wow. Okay. The Mike Matei, huh? The okay. Mike Matei, yeah. Jeez. Well, that would definitely be a moment. I would certainly categorize that as one for sure. So, um. What would you say, because you've been streaming, I think you said, for about four years. What have you learned during your time as a streamer? Not everybody you meet is a friend. That's, okay. Yeah. Can you, uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, I mean, you, you think you, you're, making, you're, you're making friends, but then all of a sudden, you know, it comes out that there's there are people out there that... Uh, trying to just go around making friends for themselves you know and oh yeah careful. for sure for sure protect protect yourself you know i mean it's it's a big world and there's 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 a lot a lot of hurt and heart <clears throat> hurt and heartache yeah no i get i get you i mean i think there's uh, and you know this isn't pointed towards anyone specific obviously oh, it's just no. something you see from time to time but you do see people that are kind of just you know, they're kind of the like scratch my back, I'll scratch yours exclusively type of folks. Who... Yep, like the like the follow for follows out there and everything. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. I get that. I mean, if you really like someone's content, then you don't need to shill out follow for follow. You just like their content, you follow them and you naturally have interactions with them versus like the people that are always just kind of trying like I don't I think there's kind of a fine line, right? Definitely, definitely. There's like this fine line of, I think it's awesome that people try and grow their streams and try and do networking. It's just when people become very artificial and plastic about it, that you kind of question their motives or if they actually are, you know, exactly if they actually even enjoy, um, you know, the genre that they're involved in. So I, I, I completely understand what you meant by that. I wasn't, yeah, I was just kind of trying to get a better sense of what specifically you're talking about, but yep. I, I definitely, um, thankfully in the retro community, you know, we don't see a whole lot of that because everyone, uh, I mean, if you're going to play a game that's got janky controls or has got janky graphics, chances are you're not going to torture yourself that much. You know, there's always those rare exceptions, but, um, that's, I think that's great advice for any, you know, for anyone that's out there is just, you know, be aware of who you interact with and what their motives are. And exactly, you know, exactly. don't question everyone's motives, but they're like you said, there, there are friends, of, there are friends out there. There's there a lot of friends. friends. Yeah. yeah. But there's also a lot of, a lot of people that pretend to be that aren't. So always protect. 
Good point. Very good point. Well said. So, um, do you have any advice for people who are, let's say they're interested in streaming, but they're not really sure how to go about getting started? Um, YouTube. I, uh, I've, uh, I, I've, uh, had a lot of information given to me about streaming from YouTube. Like, uh, like, like my OBS, um, scenes and everything. If I got questions on like, all right, so how do I do this? I'm usually straight to YouTube, like show me, teach me. Right. No, for sure. I mean, YouTube is a great, uh, is a great source of information about how to get your stream set up. And, you know, touching back on something that we talked a little bit about earlier, it's kind of just about putting, uh, you know, putting yourself out there and then just kind of refining the stream over time <clears throat> rather than, you know, trying to have this perfect stream set up right from the get go. And YouTube is a great resource in order to be able to kind of make those tweaks to your stream to it is, make, it it, make it a better stream for sure. I mean I've learned... I've learned a lot off YouTube, so. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm always improving. I mean, heck, I'm, I'm still improving. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we all are streamers. I mean, there's no such thing as a perfect stream, I don't think, at least in terms of the setup. You know, everybody does it a little bit differently, and you just kind of fall into a style. Um, so, Definitely. oh, uh, and and if you ever if you ever have uh, idea blocks, you know, I mean. Like, I think Shroom was the one that said this. If if you need to, um, go out, explore, explore Twitch, borrow a little of this, borrow a little about a little bit of that, and sooner or later, I mean, you you can put stuff together, you know, from other people too. Yeah, that's no, that's great advice. Is you know, look at what other people are doing. That's like how I got my heart rate monitor. You know, Dan Carnett had it set up, and I thought it was a great idea, especially because I get really amped up when I'm uh, doing a really crazy achievement, and so um, you know, my heart rate just skyrockets, and uh, I have a very bodily response, I guess you could say, to difficult, <laughs> difficult achievements, as most of us do. Typically oh, yeah. followed by a scream when successful, yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, talk. We talked a little bit about how you got started and your origin story. Um, so, I wanted to follow that up with: How did you come up with your name, the Gaming Chef? What is the history behind that? Well, it's actually pretty simple. Uh, I, I do have a culinary degree, and I play video games. Okay. I yeah. I know that. Um, I think you've uh, uh, mentioned that a little bit on your Twitter as well that you're, so you, do you work uh, professionally now as a chef or? Uh, I am uh, working in a hospital at the moment, so it's all good. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to try to expand uh, as soon as we can hopefully get back to normal sooner or later, but. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it is, things are what they are, you know? So, I mean, we survive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough with the, the, uh, coronavirus. It's uh, obviously put a big, 
a big pause on a lot of our lives. Uh, unfortunately, you know, some people are loving work from home and I was one of those people for, cause I've been work from home for a little over a year, but, uh, after a while, I don't think it works for me at least, you know, it's just to, I, I talked about this when we had Liridel on, um, not that long ago, but it's just so difficult to have such minimal human interaction. I think everyone, even if you like being alone, you like to have a little bit of interaction with people every once in a while, which the virus has kind of put a big pause on. So I can only imagine what working in a hospital is like. I'm sure that's pretty difficult for you. Um, so you have my respect for, for kind of just surviving. Like you said, that's kind of what we're all doing at the moment, right? Definitely. So, um, do you have any favorite hobbies or things that you like to do outside of gaming? Um, go, going to the movies. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much one of those people that just stays in his door and plays video games all day. You know, I mean, if, if I could find uh, more people to play online games, I mean, that's, that's what I'm down for. You know, I mean, like uh, Sea of Thieves, you know, we we all get together play Sea of Thieves. That's great. Phasmophobia, heck yeah. So I, I'm I'm big into that. I mean, when I when I do leave the house, pretty much it's just like shopping, uh, food or movies, you know. So yeah. Yeah. No, I I I will say that it's always a really <clears throat> I don't know if it's an awkward conversation, but um. It's just one of those conversations where when people ask me, you know, for example, my, when I'm getting to know coworkers at a new job, sometimes they're it's like, so what do you like to do? Video well, like games. Video games. So what right. else do you like to do? Nothing. Uh, not a whole lot else. I'm kind of like, that's my life. Yep. I mean. <laughs> and then you get weird looks like, are you okay? Yes. What was your childhood? Yeah. I mean. I, I will say growing up as a kid, um, you know, there are obviously always video games around, played a lot of video games and our, like my mom, she would try and sometimes when it was, this was the worst. This is why this might be one of the reasons that I hate summer the most is because it reminds me of my mom being like, it's such a nice day. Why don't you go out? And, you know, I think that's a perfectly legitimate response as a parent, especially because, you know, growing up, um, you know, uh, even more so, you know, when I was a kid, 20, I mean, 15, 20 years ago, you know, video games had even less prevalence, maybe, I guess you could say a little bit in terms of what people do spending their free time, uh, just kind of killing time, but they'd be like, She'd always be like, it's such a nice day. Why don't you go out? Just be like, oh, God. She'd say it every day in the summer and just drive me crazy. Which which brings my mind back to the meme of uh, of four-player Mario Kart being projection down to the side of a building. Like, I'm outside, Mom. What now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just, I mean, I, I, I totally get that, you know, as a parent, um, you want your kids to get physical activity. Uh, so I, and you know, as I, as I get a little bit older, I realize that, uh, my body apparently wants that too. 
because <laughs> because it starts to kind of yell at you in ways but oh yeah um, oh yeah yeah the aches and the creaks i remember um it was funny we were, we were actually recording uh we had just finished recording a podcast and um I'm getting up and I have no idea how this happened, but I get up and I just have a wave of shooting pain go through me. Ooh. Couldn't walk for almost a week. Did something yeah. to my back. And I was like, man, I really must be old. <laughs> because I just like, stood up. I literally just, I must've gotten up too fast or I twist something happened and I could not, I mean, for literally oh. almost a week I could, I could not walk. And it was like, I have no idea what happened, but uh, thankfully uh, that has only happened, I think, once. <laughs> but I, yeah, something happened, man. It was, I just remember because we're on the podcast now. That's the only reason I remember is where you're uh, <laughs> Are we, are we meant to live this long? I mean, I know back in the 1900s, we only lived at 35, like Mr. Meeseeks. I, yeah, I lived way too long. This is starting to get weird. It is, it is weird, man, because, you know, we, uh, as human beings, we're continuing to live longer and longer. It almost kind of makes you wonder, how long does this go on? Not to be negative, but, I mean, what eventually. What kind of forces of nature are we dealing with? Are we playing too much with life? <laughs> I think uh, it's just weird when you think about it, you know, because time is such a... Uh, not to get off topic, but time is such a, a, a subjective thing. So it's just like, you know, a day or even an hour can feel like forever when you're bored or the time isn't filled. But then as you get older, the time seems to just almost fast forward. It's like, oh, we're, definitely. it's like we're in retroarch and we're hitting space bar. But Listen, in real life. <laughs> I, I, I swear I was 12 a freaking second ago. What happened? I think most of us though, I think we, if we could go back and, do it all again and enjoy those moments. We would, we certainly would. Right. So, oh, yeah. um, uh, do you play any kind of uh, sports or are we, are we 100% video game focus? My parents made me play baseball, basketball and cross country. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I was saying, I was like, Oh yeah, let's get you involved. In this. And I, I, literally, I, dude, I, I have two left feet. It was like the worst most un I, I am not shy about admitting my faults and I am extremely unathletic got two left feet I don't know if I got it from my dad or my mom but I uh, I, yeah. I, I hated yeah. I hated basketball I yeah. the one thing the one memory that sticks out in basketball was I, I was I'm pretty sure it was a game uh, up in Madison and you know the other team was of course a lot better than us. And I just remember running down to one side of the thing and having to turn around and run back to the other side of the thing. And then all of a sudden it got run down. I mean, no ball being passed to me, you know. And I just remember looking over to the side and I, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they were laughing at me, but it's like, ah, yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Just please leave me alone. Yeah, I'll never forget. I was like... I mean, I was, I played basketball as a kid and there's just, you know, boys and girls club teams or whatever, or something like that. And I remember guarding a kid and literally just, it was one of the worst experiences because I'm just guarding this kid and he's literally just pushing and shoving me the whole time. And I was just about ready to sock the dude. 
Um, and I'm just like, is this is this what basketball is? <laughs> I I don't think this is what basketball is. But anyway, I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, I think it. Uh, you know, I think exercise is important, but I think sports yes. are just something that. Yeah, it's it's not <sighs> it's not my 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 uh, deal. Um, last question uh, that I have for you, and then we'll wrap things up here. All right. And uh, again, I do appreciate you having a. I think we had a great conversation, and um, really it's been appreciate a pleasure. You. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've been looking forward to this particular interview for a long time. So. Um, Tell us a fun fact about yourself. It can be, or our audience rather, it could be anything, you know, something people might not expect from you. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. A fun fact. Um, not, I'm not too sure. Uh, I've, I've been married for over 20 years and I've got two teenagers. That's I a guess. fun fact. That's a fun fact. That's a lot of responsibility. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. When, when, when I keep on trying to tell them it's nice outside, go outside. And all they do is <laughs> stay on their computer and, uh, on their tablet. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, me all over again, but 20 years <laughs> later. <so. laughs> well, kudos to you on being married for 20 years. Um, you know, that's a big, um, a big commitment and I'm sure that, um, you must make somebody very happy in your life. So. I do. Good. Good deal. Well, again, Chef, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Uh, I really appreciate uh, having you here. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with our audience before we wrap things up? Do not start our A for the love of God. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's uh, It challenges you. Um, everybody should do it. Yes. Yeah. Please get started on Retro Achievements. We've got, um, obviously, the link um, in the description below about uh, how to get started and all that good stuff. So, Chef, uh, that is all the questions that we have for you today. So, to the people at home, thank you for listening to the RA Podcast. We really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, if you like today's episode, don't forget to like the video and hit the bell to be notified when future episodes go live. And please do feel free to let us know in the comments what other guests you would like to see on the RA podcast. That's it for today, guys, and we'll see you next time.